Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe Podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about DNA, and I want to talk about some stuff about the DNA, which Lorna's like, okay, (laughs) you take over, this is more your thing, but I want to talk about different aspects of DNA. Um, The first thing I wanted to comment was that uh, I was, I'm I'm thinking it's super important for us to just be aware of it and talk about it, because it came to me first when I channeled a um, episode of the Patreon where, you know, the Keshek Records got more into how important our DNA is. And, and then when I think about it, so I can't remember everything they said in that podcast episode, or Patreon, sorry, the Patreon episode, but, but what, I, what, I, what I got from it that I can remember now is that there's, it's just, there's so, it's so important because if you think about it, our soul says, I'm going to go and be born in, in that body over there. And when the soul picks that body, the soul knows the lineage that it comes with because the soul's picking the mom and the dad, right? And the, the soul knows the, you know, the cell structure and the DNA structure and the ancestral line that comes with that mom and that dad. And so the soul's picking it on purpose because it's going to help its mission. It's going to help its purpose for whatever reason, right? Yeah. I had heard a theory the other, well, not the other day, like maybe about a year or two ago, I had heard a theory and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Talked about how a lot of really, really, um, like mass amounts of, of channelers and more spiritual people came from or come from South America. And that's because our, our structure and the way our ancestors were and are, and the way we are because of all that stuff that comes together, it makes us more passionate. And apparently that level of determination or passion or, you know, Hispanics life aren't easy, right? It's, there's a lot of uh, resistance that comes with being Hispanic and it depends a lot on what part of which country you're living in, but we're used to not having things easy. And apparently that brings into our awareness, a way of like being more outside of the box, fixing things more for ourselves. Never, nothing's ever guaranteed for us kind of thing. And apparently all these things that this is the, they were talking about, apparently all these things create a really good scenario for someone who's open to channel on top of the fact that apparently the DNA structure for someone that's Hispanic with that and the passion, that DNA, all that comes together and creates a really good kind of like explosion of ability to connect easier or better. Interesting. It's an interesting theory, isn't it? Where'd you hear that? I don't remember because it was many years ago, but it was I like, think a, also it was like, a, you know, what comes up is like the ancestral stuff too. Right. Like I think about the Mayans and I think about all these, all these things. 
I'm so fascinated. Like I never Me really too. read about or looked into the Mayans, but you would expect them. I mean, I think it depends because I don't know about you, but I've heard versions where they're like, they were evil and they cut off people's heads for sacrifices. And then you hear versions of like how connected they were to Gaia and things like that. So I don't, I don't, I don't know, know. What, which yeah. one to kind of focus on more, which one I need to look into it more. So I can't really give my opinion, but yeah, you I do agree. expect them to be more connected, right? I mean, there's things that you can't explain. Make no sense. Like, you you can't rationalize things that they did. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. So it's like the, apparently all those things come together. It's, but the most, we're like, like we're, um, sangre caliente, hot-blooded, right? Yeah, I think so. We're hot-blooded, and apparently that, seems to help in some sort of a way for us to channel. But a lot of it is the DNA and the, the, the soul seems to have picked that DNA, whatever your DNA is. And for whatever purpose you're here, your soul picked your DNA for a reason. So I think that if we had to say our most valuable asset in human form to me is literally figuring out your DNA, understanding it better and working with it. Yeah. I think that, that could be beneficial to anybody, right? Like understanding the, how you're composed, like how you're made up. Yeah. Yeah. And then we add to that, that the Akashic records talked about how this 2022, we had to do a lot of ancestral cleansing, clearing, releasing, letting go of it's like trauma. Remember they talked about how we were seeing a lot of trauma come out I mean, when we started seeing that whole George Floyd thing, when I looked at it from like a level more above, like more Kashuk records, I was just seeing a lot of trauma being played out. Yeah, I remember that. The reactions of people and things. And I'm not saying there's no reason to fight or there's a reason to fight. I'm not, I'm not politically saying anything about this. What I'm saying is when I was looking at it from outside, I said, this is a lot of ancestral trauma and it's time to clear it out. And it was, it was being thrown in, in everyone's face to see worldwide because we're supposed to become aware of how important it is for us to know where we came from, what, what those individuals went through and us to sort of begin to understand it and clear it out because we're carrying it. Even though you don't know it, you're carrying it. Yeah, we do carry it. So this is the year to concentrate on releasing that. When we can get a grasp on that, we start to understand ourselves energetically very differently. Yep. And then, so that's something that was already in my awareness and I was already concentrating on. I really wanted to work on that. I I was going to try and dedicate myself, um, to concentrate more on that in 2022, actively try to figure out my ancestral lineage, the point where I knew what things I needed to pinpoint and get, get cleared out and get in or or bring to my attention. Sometimes you need to give something attention before you clear it out. You can't just go, let's get rid of it. No, you got to look at it and say, Oh, I have this, this is something. And it doesn't start with me. It's point of origin is over there. And now the way I function when I do ancestral clearing me personally, I actually, I don't, I don't like to destroy it because you're basically, in my opinion, you're, Devalidating? Is that a word? Devaluing? Un- no, like unvalidating. Like not validating. Not validating? Can you say devalidating? <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, sorry guys. You're not validating an experience that one of your ancestors had. And I think that's like it's like 
let me just get rid of it. It doesn't suit me. And I think that's a little, I don't know, it might be Lucia, but I feel like that's a little inconsiderate and mean. So what I like to do is I like to send it back to its point of origin. Do you know what this reminds me a lot about? Um, family constellations, like energetically speaking. Do how we send we, it back to its point of origin? Yeah. Well, not, I don't think you don't say the point of origin, but you take responsibility for your stuff and you give your parents, their parents, their parents, what's theirs you don't take risk like then we're talking oh, about inherited true. family trauma right and I'm, yeah. this is something that fascinates me immensely and i think when we're holding on to their trauma it becomes our trauma and if we can heal it within ourselves we're healing it for them too so it's, it's not like it's you're just doing it for yourself you're doing it for them too but we can carry things that aren't ours that's that's a reality like that's something that is I mean, I've experienced it. You've experienced it. A lot of our the people that we do readings for do. A lot of people don't know the really backstory to their ancestors. They'll know like, oh, my mom, my grandma, my great grandma. And most people don't know further than that, including us. Include, I mean, and I don't think you need to know all the details. And that's something that I've been told in readings over and over again. Like you don't need to know every detail. I think if we can tune into the emotions and some, some things that we know, Sometimes it can be details that come up, but we don't have to have the whole picture. We need to know what emotions that brings up and how it's affecting us. If we can pinpoint those things, that many times we can still heal it, even though we don't have the, (laughs) even though we don't have the full story. I don't know. I think it's because that's the way, like, like I'm a visual person. So I think in that sense, I like to figure out what it's, where it's coming from, what it is so I can visualize in my mind. And that's how I work. I clear it out or I get, you know, helps. Yeah. work with it better. But then we have to make sure that's not our ego getting involved. Right. That wants to know all because I think ego can get involved in that sense. Like wants to know every little detail, because if I don't every detail, I can't fix it. And I don't believe that everybody needs to, depends on your situation. Everything's very individual. But for a lot of people, they need to they need to release the emotional aspect of it. They don't have to have every single detail. They just need to know what they're feeling and what they're holding on to. Sometimes through an Akashic Records reading, you can understand some of that. That can come yes. through. It could be a past life stuff too. And that's then we're not really going into DNA, we're going into RNA. And I think we should do an episode about DNA versus RNA. And that's something that we we don't really teach that in our course, but it's something that I think it's fascinating how they're different and how they can affect us. And how yeah, I don't know. What's the difference? I, I've so, never looked into this. Okay, because this is something I learned when I did my level two. Um, so DNA is everything that like we inherit from our family. It's everything from like our family lineage, like what we're talking about now, right? Our Our body, our genetics, things that we kind of learn in biology class, but also you know, within our like family inherited family trauma, like we're talking about and RNA is the soul. So that, that there we're going into past lives. We're oh, going, so you're talking. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. So the RNA has been like all the past, past lives, other universes that we might've been in. Our soul has been in, sorry. Um, things that we've learned. It's, it's really basically, hard to do that, right? Yeah. You say, my soul, not me, my soul. <laughs> um, like things you've learned, things that have become light and things that are pending or that we need to evolve on or lessons we need to learn. So obviously when we talk about the Akashic records, we're going a lot into the RNA information because well, that does the, come up. I think it's really weird. That's the label that that's a label putting. that, that at least my teacher put to because it. RNA is something that's currently is being put into people. Yeah. But just with know. an M in front of it. Right. Yeah. 
And you're calling the soul aspect of it RNA. Maybe, the, maybe this is coming up for a reason. We're going to do a whole episode I on this. Whole, I don't, oh, okay, well, but I have more to talk about DNA, so, so I just, just wanted I don't to, have that yeah. label. Okay, yeah. No, that label came to me through the course that I did for level two, and this was a couple years ago. Um, and I found it fascinating separating those two. Maybe you don't have to separate them, but I think it's interesting to separate it because like, if I look at family constellations, I look at, for example, Akashic record readings, Akashic record readings is very much about the present, but it goes into both DNA and RNA. It goes into past lives. It goes into the the present, what you're going through now, but it can go deeper and deeper and deeper. And family constellations to me, to me, it focuses more on the, like the DNA stuff most of the time. I could be wrong, though. Um, it doesn't really go into past lives. It goes into what you're going through now and why you're holding on to trauma that's not yours, for example, or why are you holding on to the pain that your mom felt when she lost this or this other person? Like, that happened to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I never really, like labeled them differently and, and and what I remember from the Patreon that I channeled that the only thing that I was visual visually seeing when I was channeling the information about D because I did an episode about DNA that was really interesting actually I really enjoyed it um I remember there's a part of our DNA that's not activated so it's like it's there and it's an ability to be turned on or awakened but our, our dna isn't isn't in full-blown like capabilities of functioning the way it could like that's something that it's part of the human evolution it starts waking up little by little um but so my my soul had once made me see how a a a lot of really important little tiny specks or parts of the DNA. Like I'm, I'm seeing the strand kind of thing and parts of it, boop, 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 like I have like pieces of it around. Those are actually, if you want to call it encoded information, that's information that has to do with the soul. So you're calling it RNA. I didn't have a word, a word for it. So I'm, it sounds like the same thing. Yeah. Right. And if you go into Greg Braden, he calls it, he says that the scientists call it junk DNA because they don't know what the F it does. <laughs> so they call it junk DNA. Um, I started reading Greg Brading's book, but I didn't get further into it. I wanted to read it more because I wanted to see what he had to say about that because he did a whole book about it. Um, I think it's called The God Code, the book. Um, so what's really interesting is that I was really getting into the DNA stuff. And personally speaking, I was thinking it seems to be a really active thing because not only is 2022 supposed to be about us clearing that ancestral trauma that's part of our DNA, also the Kashuk Records were actively talking more on the Patreon about DNA and how important it is, right? And that junk DNA that Greg Braden would talk about, talked about how soul information is on there, right? We just don't really know uh, what it's supposed, how it's functioning there, what it's doing. And at the same time, there's parts of your DNA that are not activated that might not be activated in our lifetime, but partially maybe they will be. We don't know. I think that's part of our ascension process. So if you stay in 3D, I think it's going to stay not activated. I think if you go to 4D, I think parts of those will start to be activated, but that's, that's how I see it from my perspective, the way I've been shown it. Um, 
but so I, I found it really interesting that the Kesha guards were talking a lot about DNA lately and giving me a lot of stuff about that. And then yesterday, I think it was, the episode came out, um, Cosmic Disclosure on Gaia, which I can't share because Gaia doesn't let me share those episodes. But if you have Gaia, go to the season 15, the latest episode of Cosmic Disclosure. And they're talking about a part, the part of it they're talking about DNA and how there's 12 different alien species that have manipulated our DNA so they can have almost like some sort of word in what goes on on Earth. It's almost like, you know how I, th- you know how I think about it to explain it, to explain it better? It's like you want to be part of a, um, an elementary school process of what they're going to teach the kids because you're really invested in, in the future of, of your community. But you don't have a child there, so you can't really put your word in. So you decide to have a child so that you can go and put your word in and say, well, I want this to happen here. I support this. So that's what kind of like the, the, these alien entities or beings are doing. They're manipulating DNA. So part of them is in our DNA so that they can actually come in and say, well, I want this to happen on Earth, or I don't want that to happen, or I support this, or I don't support that, right? So 12, that means that everyone around the world is going to have at least one of them. I don't know if they've mixed themselves up as well, but at least one of them. So we are highly connected to them. And that just shows me another level of how much we don't know about our DNA. Mm-hmm. Before I'd heard that from Cosmic Disclosure, I had heard... Um, well, no, I had read um, the Sitchin book. What was his first name again? I don't know. Sitchin's book. He, he, he talks about the Sumerian tablets. And so Sitchin um, talks about how we were seeded, I guess you could say, by the Anunnaki. Right? So, like, the Anunnaki came and created us because I, I think the perspective was, I would have to go back and read again because I didn't finish it and I didn't, um, I, it was a while ago, and I have to get back to it, but I think it was kind of like we were here to kind of be their slaves to kind of accomplish something that they needed from, from us. And they needed, you know, someone to do the hard labor. And so they created humans. And so in my mind, I always thought that we had a potpourri. I mean, Sitchin has said we had an Unaki from that, from that Sumerian tablets. I always believed we had a potpourri. But now, Cosmic Disclosure, what, what this guy is saying is that we have, there's 12 different. So maybe some of us have bullries and maybe some of us just have one. It's interesting. It's, in, it's, it's for, for a collective that cannot even prove or communicate properly with aliens, they're, they're, they're so connected to us. There's just so much we don't know. You know? There's so much we don't know. And our human brain tries to convince us that all that exists is what we see here. And yeah. so not true. Like, that's something I, I struggled with my whole life. Like, if I can't prove it, I can't see it, then it doesn't exist. Even though internally I was feeling things and, and I wanted to push past that. And maybe I received signs. Maybe there were other th- ways that it, they got, I got that proved to me, but it it's this shift that we all need to make as a collective and say, there's some like, just cause I don't see it or I don't know about it yet. doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And I think even when we're just talking, just just talking about DNA, 
there is so much we don't understand about even the human body, like the yeah. brain, right? The brain, you know, the pituitary gland, the pineal gland, like there's so many things that we don't well, We believe that the grasp. brain does the thinking process for us, but now we've talked about ghosts and we know that they're intellectual. Yeah. And they can communicate and they're still speaking that language that they were speaking when they're incarnated and their brain's not there anymore. So I think our brains don't function the way we think it does. Probably not. Probably not. Now my dog's dreaming. Is she? Last episode, <laughs> Sandy was dreaming. Now that uh, Wendy was dreaming. Now Sandy's dreaming. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think there's, we need to open our brains, our minds to, to seeing things maybe in a way we haven't ever before. I think in our lifetime, there will be more intellectual connection with the aliens in our lifetime. Maybe, yeah. I really feel that. What do you predict? I predict that that some people will start literally having one-on-one encounters with aliens. I just don't think everyone, because I don't think everyone's... In our lifetime, I don't think everyone's going to be ready. But I do think that there's going to be much more people being able to communicate, connect, or see, or, or see them. And I say them because I don't, I don't think that it's just one race. I think that there's different races. Yeah, I don't think there's one race either. At least that's not what I see. No. Is there, I mean, you don't know a lot of, you don't look into aliens a lot, but is there like a race that fascinates you more or you're, you like more? I'm not, I don't really connect with that info. I don't, I also don't look into it as much as you do. Yeah. Not really. I'm such a grounded person too, like. Like I always talk about my astrology chart and my natal chart and stuff and how I am so grounded in this experience and the emotions that I feel in this, in this kind of incarnation that I disconnect a different information than you, which is fine. I think it's, it brings this interesting dynamic into the podcast and into our yeah. even channelings, but I'm I am open to all that. Like I, yeah, you're very much here. up here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down here. I'm grounded. I'm like, okay, where are you feeling? What's going on? Like, which is is great. I think it's great to have both of those energies because it. I think we're able to talk about more things, and you open my mind up to things, and I open your mind up to things too, which I think is, is much needed. And I remember when I used to not think about or know or even think it was true that there were aliens, and then the day that I or the time that I started looking into it and believing, I'm like, how did I not know? Like I know it's it's so weird because I've never had one in front of me, like I have you, but I still, I'm like, now I know, yeah. I know that they exist. I know it, but I know it to the point, like almost, almost, almost like I have a neighbor that's an alien or something, you know, <laughs> like that's how much I know it. I think the fact that we all are more, well, obviously we had all these things come out about the FBI and all those things, right. Saying like, this is actually something encounters that we've seen. I think that helps, and of they course. Leaked, like they leaked like not really good information. They did it on purpose. Yeah, of course, and they did it at an interesting time too. Um, but I think, I think it's just stuff we were already thinking about. But the fact that they were constantly saying, "No, that doesn't exist. No, that never happened. No, this," it makes you doubt it. It makes you not open up to that idea. Now that we're like, okay, this could be a possibility. It made you, know, you doubt it? It never a, made me doubt it. So I'm, I'm not saying made me, but made many people doubt it. It's like, oh. is this even, a, you know what I mean? People are like, is this even happening? So I, I think there's just a more, there's more discussions about it. I think there's going to be more information coming out. I think people are more just 
it's it's more it's like a more free we're more free to talk about it and experience and and see how information comes through like it's not being suppressed as well i think that's well, we're, a good thing. Re- we're eventually gonna have v on the podcast and we can have her talk about her experience if, we, if um well i'm saying this i have to still talk to v <laughs> yeah we haven't talked to v <laughs> yeah sorry um but our our idea is to have her back on and maybe we can ask her if she's had experience with a, uh, a mantis being oh i didn't know that okay yeah she did it on one of her podcast episodes Oh, I didn't listen to that one. I've only listened to like maybe four or five episodes, but when I saw my encounter with Ellie, I'm like, gotta listen to it. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I would love to, I mean, I would love her to come on and just talk about so many different things because she's such an interesting human being. Yeah. Interesting soul. <laughs> um, I really look up to her a lot. I think she's she just has such great energy. Yeah, she um, does. Definitely. We're going to see how we can get her on. I'd love her to come on. And... Yeah, I think I think everything you're saying is really interesting and I think it, we need to focus more on this like ancestral stuff and the DNA and how and like what are we holding on to? I think that's we like need a to liberate ourselves. Get, we need get to liberate the ourselves. Out. Yeah, and and maybe asking ourselves those questions like what am, is there anything that I feel like I'm holding on to that isn't mine? And sometimes those are things that we don't understand. They're very repetitive. They're very you they just happen or they just happen out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, why is this like, like for me, it was like physical pain in my body. Like there was no reason for it. I got tons of tests. They're like, you're fine. I was like, okay, I'm fine, but I don't feel fine. And it's like proven that we can hold on to pain in our body. And it could be not our pain. It could be stuff that our mom went through. It could be stuff our dad went through, our grandparents went through and we're holding on to it. And then we're acting out in it or we're feeling through it. So I think that could be a good focus that we all put into this year, into this new year. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the body's so interesting because, and we were talking about DNA and, you know, you have your cellular memory. Your cellular memory is not just from your ancestors, but it's also from your lifetime. And the best example I can think of that is dad. Dad had an accident when he was a little boy and he really, really hurt his knee. And every once in a while, that comes back. Yeah. His completely cured skin comes back and flares up and gets dry. And it almost looks like it's starting to... It's almost like like a scab. Yeah, it's like a scab. Like it just healed the car from a car accident, but he had it when he was a little boy. Mm. And that's his cellular memory. And that there's something that his body's trying to tell him that he needs to look at and let go of, right? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. How a scab can appear again and there's no wound? Like what? There's just things we can't explain, right? And that's where I think, like I said, just because we can't, there's nothing tangible. Like there's no explanation. That doesn't mean that it might not have something deeper to it. Like there might be something ancestral. We, We can't always just think with our brain. We need to think with what's the origin of this? Where is it coming from? It doesn't have to be just from me. It could be from something before me. Or it could be from the soul from another lifetime. Of course. That, that too. I mean, everybody knows the, the cases of Brian Weiss and his book yes. where these people are carrying things from past lives. I, and I can tell you, I have, I have something I carry from a past life that I know all the time, my stomach thing. Mm-hmm. 
I cannot have even the cat put it, even a little bit of pressure on my stomach. It's interesting. It freaks me out. And I know that it's not Lucia's. I know it. And I know that it's, it has to do with some sort of like wound or something from another lifetime. I never really looked into the details, but that's something that I need to work on this year with my ancestral DNA and DNA workings. Yeah, I think we should, we need to go more into that with our our channeling. Yeah. Maybe do some more episodes on that. I definitely would like to get into that more this this year, for sure. Which aspect? Uh, Just, past lives, DNA kind of thing? Yeah, like maybe do an episode on past lives, DNA, how like channel about that, but also bring in like real life experiences we've had or other people have had. And then on the other, like the flip side of that is, just the the just like family constellations like we we're talking about inherited family trauma what are some examples of those how can those manifest in our body in did the you way know we're for living? example that a lot of people who experienced sexual abuse abuse when they were um younger tend to have weight issues when they're older because they're subconsciously their body and their their whole system is trying to keep them protected. So by keeping their what they think their body is in an un, unbalanced state, or some of them would subconsciously think it's unattractive, then I won't be put into the position where this can happen to me again. Yeah, I've I've I get that. I understand that. Yeah. Like we've talked about this before um, with other Akasha Records readers when we did like the retreat. And we were talking about that and we had quite a few women in the group that were readers who said, yeah, I had sexual abuse issues when I was young and I cannot, I cannot, no matter how many diets I do, no matter how much I work out, no matter how, you know, how good I am about my diet and my routine, I cannot keep the the weight off. And it Mm -hmm. seems to be that they're subconsciously their body's holding on to as much as they can because it needs to keep them protected. It really believes that it's protecting them. Yeah, that's so I've seen that come up in readings. So many things, so many things. Emotional aspects can be. I think they're the worst. The they're emotional quite ones are interesting. The worst. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're the worst, but yeah, they can be quite tricky. Well, they're the worst for for people to be able to accept confront and release that's what i mean by the worst like yeah they're the hardest that's what i mean they're the hardest the hardest yeah you know so it's it's really interesting that's that's also considered cellular memory that's that's now impregnated and and the more important thing to say here that i would i would say is is that person going to have a child because if that person doesn't heal that and has a child, they might be passing on that same DNA structure with that fear in, in, ingrained in it, recorded in the DNA. And it's maybe that child also has issues with their body or issues with the fear of being not respected, their limits, or, you know, depends on each soul, how it comes in with their body, you know, but, and how they take it. But we have to remember that whatever we don't clear out, we pass on to our children. That's why we have to actively release what our ancestors passed on to us because they didn't let go of it, right? If they had, yeah. we wouldn't have it. 
You know why for some reason, I haven't read this book, but I was, this literally just came up to my mind. Um, this book called The Body Keeps the Score. I keep seeing this book pop up everywhere on social media and I'm going to start to read it really soon. Um, and, and it talks about kind of like the brain, the mind and the body and, and healing trauma. So I think, I don't know, maybe you guys, if that's something that fascinates you, maybe it could be an interesting book to read. I'll report on it once I start reading it. But to me, it could be linked to some of the stuff we're talking about. I might be wrong, but for some reason, they're kind of giving me to talk about that book for now. Mm. Um, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's apparently it's a great book. Lots of people have recommended it, so... Well, it's, that's more your thing. Like we were talking about today, like for me, it's more being out there. You, you resonate a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. With trauma and, and, and all those subjects. So much. I mean, I still think about studying family constellations It's something that I'm really considering this year because a lot, mm. remember, like with the pandemic, a lot of people went online with their courses, these courses that weren't online before. Now all of a sudden you can do anything online. Um, yeah. and, and with the constellator that I always used back home. And I really love her method. She's helped me yeah. so much. So it'd be somebody that I personally would consider studying with, but it's in Spanish, of course. So I think that, yeah, I think that people um, need to really up their game this this year with giving the attention. Like you said, like you said in a way where like, there's so much going on that we don't know about. Well, this is the same. I think we need to start bringing our attention to our DNA and all the things that might be in there, whether it's our ancestors, ours, trauma, past life. Like, I think we need to start really clearing that out because I think that this is the year, this is that really good year to do it. You know what it feels like? It feels like it's like aligned to like things will like, it'll be, I don't know if I want to say easier because healing trauma is not easy, but it feels like it's the energies are like prepared for it. Like a lot of us might feel more prepared for it. Like, I don't know, like more open to it, energetically speaking. And like, it feels like we've been saying for the last few years, like even learning like to read your own Akashic records or learning new spiritual things or developing your own abilities. It's it, as long as we've been doing our work, everything can go quicker. Things can, can I progress in a beautiful way? We're not being so held back. So I think even with healing, like if we really put in the work, we really focus our energy, our intentions, this could be the perfect year to really close those cycles and say, this, I'm not carrying this anymore. I've healed it. And it doesn't have to be completely healed, but at least you started that process. Yeah. It's just proposing that and like saying, I'm going to do it. I'm ready and there's for a it. lot of souls that come back and reincarnate into the same lineage. So if you put in some good yes. work, your soul might be coming back into the same lineage and your soul's like, Ooh, this one's easier. I did the work in the other lifetime, for example. Right. Mm. Like that's kind of nice to think about. I know that, you know, consciously speaking, you're not going to remember it, but the soul's going to have that really cool experience of being able to reincarnate back into the same family lineage and, experiencing it being different because work had been done by the soul in another lifetime. Do you find that a lot? Like, I think some people ask, like, have I had past lives with my family? Like their immediate family? Like, what do you, do you, do people ask that in, in readings with you? I get Not that question lately, quite a lot. But, 
Well, like who in my life right now have I had past lives with? Like in past lives is really tricky with Akashic record readings because like we always say, they don't bombard us with information. We get the information that we need and that we're going through right now. So a past life that's relevant to something you're going through now will come up. They're just not going to tell you about every past life you've had. It's just, it's just not feasible. I feel like the, the way that the Akashic records made me see it is the soul jumps usually has four dedicated, what do you call it? Biological lineages? What do you, what would you call it? Ancestral. I don't know what to call it. I'm not sure. Like four different families, lineages that it seems to incarnate into. Oh, interesting. I never heard it's that like, or felt that. It seems like it can decide to do work on one of those because it seems to already work on those. Um, because it wants different experiences. Sometimes it might want to experience and they want to experience a more indigenous experience. And then maybe it wants to experience something more like it's going to go to a Nordic country. And then after it's going to decide to go to go like Africa or, you know, or after, you know, it might go to Asia. Like those are different lineages and you'll, you'll do readings and you'll hear the soul say, Oh, you know, I've gotten individuals who there's amazing stories came out of like, living in Buddhist towns and things like that. And these whole storylines come in, come into play and come out from the reading. And it's really cool. But that person in this lifetime is not obviously not in that Buddhist town. Yeah. They didn't make into that lineage. So I, I know that it's a really nice feeling to think that souls always come back to this family. Like, Oh, my son, I think my son's my grandfather, for example. Right. And I, that I, does it happen. Does, it does happen. Yeah. It no, happens. it does happen. Yeah. But, but also it, it, it's not a rule. Oh, it's not a rule. It depends on your soul. The soul contracts depends on a lot of stuff. I was just wondering if that's a question you got a lot because I do get that. Not a lot, but I, it comes, no, I it comes through sometimes. Um, especially in, in the context of like, I have so much trauma or healing with my family, with specific family members, have I had past lives with them? Yeah. I mean, I've had readings where like, they'll ask about a child that's not too old and I'll, I'll hear myself ask them like, wait, and I'll, I'll get it. I'll be like, wait, 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 there's something about some other family member. And I'll say like, you know, your grandma, I don't know. I'm giving an example, but I've had quite a few readings where like, I'll pinpoint it like, um, a position in the family that comes, that's associated with that child that they're asking about. And it ends up being that like, yes, that this, she's just like her, the grandma. I always think that it feels like my grandma. And so you want to hear something really weird. Okay. I'm constantly thinking that Aurora is another version of your soul. Of me. No, not you, Lorena, your soul. Yeah, of my soul, I mean. Yeah. Because I'm constantly saying, Lorena. Oh my gosh, no, like, Lorena. <laughs> I think Lorena. maybe that, I don't know if that's because I don't think that's at a soul level. I do feel very connected to Aurora at a soul level, but I don't think it's a version of my soul. I just think that there's a lot. I think so, because I'm totally convinced sometimes that I have you next to me so many times in the day. So and she often. does. She does say some interesting things about me, doesn't she? <laughs> Lorena, she talks about you every day, and she hasn't seen you in two years. Yeah. Every time she packs a fake bag, like she'll grab her little bag and she'll put in like twenty pairs of socks and one T-shirt, and she goes going to oh. Raina's. 
<laughs> so cute. Just like going to Raina's. I actually think that that's you we should, should ask uh, about that. Yeah. You should have uh, to ask you, some you questions. should ask your records and see if they get a yes or a no, and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay, I like that. But uh, challenge accepted. <laughs> so, what am I saying here with that example? Not only can your soul be born in the same lineage, your soul can be incarnated twice. Like you in mean, this like, one lifetime uh, timeline. Because the soul can have more than one experience in, one, in, in this one time. Hmm. Right? Some people call know. that twin flames. Some people believe in twin flames. Oh, okay. What yeah, is twin yeah, flames? Yeah. Twin flames is supposedly finding the other half of your so- your soul that's incarnated in another body. Mm-hmm. It's like a level up from a soulmate. I don't know how other people categorize it, but that's the way I we see did a it whole episode on that. Yes, yes. So if we were to ask, your twin flame would be Aurora. Maybe. You guys have a lot of similarities as well, but yet you're totally different signs. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things we have in common. It's interesting. So you got stuck with me twice. Wow. Darn it. <laughs> Darn it. Damn. That's just at a, at a like mental level, that's really hard to grasp, that idea. Because I'm here. I'm living my life. How my soul, you know what I mean? Just I know. nuts. Like my brain just exploded. Anyway. Yeah. I Do you know. want to add anything else before we... Well, mom thinks that Aurora is a reincarnation of grand- grandpa. Mm-hmm. And I had a very, very, very close relationship with grandpa. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, though. <gasps> oh, Wendy's barking. No, Wendy, no. <laughs> Sorry. Well, grandpa was, grandpa was born on the same day that Aurora was born, Uruguay time. Interesting. You didn't know that? I, re- I remember now that you mentioned that, yeah. Cayman Islands, was, it was another day because different That's time right. zones... But for Uruguay, when mom got the notification, Aurora was born. It happened on the 22nd. Interesting. And that that was the day granddad was born. And mom goes, I knew knew grandpa was coming back. Or in her case, I knew dad was coming back, she said. I'm going to have to dig deeper into that. So that means that you were grandpa and <laughs> your soul was grandpa and Aurora. You were grandpa and then grandpa died and then you came back. Your other half came back again as Aurora. Okay. People can't see my face right now, but... <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right. Just, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you uh, your Taurus time. To absorb that. Let me absorb and, that and, and ground I'll, and I'll it. And I'll circle back. And then work on the trauma, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it another time. I'm convinced of it, though. I am convinced of it. Yeah, we'll definitely have to chat about the off air. Um, all right. So, like we mentioned in the previous episode, we're working on level two, so we should have that out soonish. We're not sure. We'll have. We'll announce a date once we have that prepared. But we're we're trying to do things as complete as kind of aligned as possible. So we're, we're putting in a lot of work for that. And of course we still have our Patreon. We have our Instagram, our Facebooks, make sure you're following us on those platforms. If you're interested, 
And yeah, we'll be back next week with a new episode, with new topics. If there are any themes, topics, things you guys you feel like you want us to talk about, feel free to message us on Instagram or Facebook or even on our on our email, which is soultribepodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear your feedback. We always like to make sure that we're we're kind of like, you know, creating content for you guys. So we'd love to hear your feedback on that. Maybe I'll even do like a little question box on our Instagram. See if we get some feedback there too. But we have some exciting things that we want to work on this year for the podcast. So we hope you guys subscribe and kind of share any episodes that you think anybody or any loved ones would would kind of enjoy. And it's going to help us get our message across and help us, you know, keep growing spiritually and allowing others to do that alongside us. So we really appreciate all your support and everything. So we will see you guys next week with a new episode and we hope you guys have a great week. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.